You are listening to the Cloud9 Podcast. Today's date is Tuesday, January 19th, 2021, and this is episode one. This podcast can be listened to on all your favorite podcast platforms. Additionally, if you prefer to watch the show instead, each episode will be uploaded on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash Brian Evolved One. That's the number one. And if you want to support the podcast, consider becoming a YouTube member today or dropping a super chat as all contribution goes towards making the show that much better for you. Additionally, if you've ever considered playing on Stadia and want to try out the pro subscription, there is a link in the description of every YouTube upload of this show that will give you an additional month for free. This being episode one of a brand new show, uh, I need to set the table, obviously. So uh, what you can expect going forward from this particular show is this is a gaming podcast, obviously, but this will discuss the cloud gaming genre. So that being said, it'll primarily focus on the Google Stadia platform, but it'll still feature other platforms such as Amazon Luna, NVIDIA GeForce Now, Xbox Game Streaming, Nintendo Switch, PlayStation Now, anything that pretty much runs on cloud gaming, we'll, we'll discuss it at some point. Mainly this episode particularly will be Stadia-based, but uh, just keep that in mind. And of course, we're going to talk about just everything in the world of cloud gaming as it pertains to the world of cloud gaming. So uh, I guess without further ado, again, like I said, typically this show will be pre-recorded, uh, but we do go live for certain episodes such as this on our YouTube channel. So uh, some episodes will also include guests at some point, uh, whether it's just maybe one-on-one interviews or just having someone else with me to talk about the news, we'll also do as well. So without further ado, let's start today's show. Uh, since we are live, I'm going to ask you guys as well because I'm going to tell you mine. What have you guys been playing in the world of gaming, whether it's on a home console or even cloud gaming? What particularly have you been playing? Uh, for me particularly, it's been all Switch and Stadia for me lately. Uh, with me, the Switch... I've been jumping back in Breath of the Wild. It is a beautiful, vibrant game. It's a game that I think if a Nintendo Switch Pro were to ever find its way to the market, it would just be the first game I would go to absolutely because it's so incredibly beautiful and I think it's being held back by the limited technology that the Switch currently offers. So I'm hoping to see a Switch Pro model out of that. But in terms of the cloud gaming aspect, I've been jumping into Control on the Switch is the only game that is in the cloud service right now for the Nintendo Switch. And I think it's been done very well. It was uh, an announcement that came out of left field entirely. I wasn't expecting it. I know a lot of people weren't expecting it, but it was so cool to see. And it's a great game. And being able to play that in the cloud is awesome. It is on Luna as well, but uh, this is kind of a game I could just purchase and I have to worry about subscription. And I get to use the amazing Switch form factor to do so as well. So having that there, it's on sale, I think, for another day. So it's really really a great game to show off what the switch can do from a cloud gaming aspect and i'm looking forward to what they can do we'll be talking about the next game that the switch is going to be getting when it comes to cloud gaming itself but uh, meanwhile on the stadia side of things i've been playing the division 2 almost exclusively the division 2 i think is one of the best games that showed up on stadia in terms of how it plays the port itself uh, i've been playing most of it solo just at level 30 finally i'm going to finish the main story before I head off to New York. It's it's so it's so thrilling. It's such an amazing adventure and it just plays very well, I think. And unfortunately, it's very timely considering where we're at with the virus in this uh current global pants uh pandemic. So that that aside, it's still a very fun game and even if you're trying to escape, I guess the world you're not escaping it considering what the subject matter is in that game specifically. So in my notes here, I wrote that as of this recording, there was no typical Tuesday blog update from Stadia, but 
uh, just as I was clicking the go live button, they uh, said, no, Brian, we got something for you. So without further ado, let me bring it up for you, folks. And uh, I'm sure most of you guys have seen this, but uh, when I say that you've seen this, I'm talking to the live chat here. But if you're listening on podcast platform, obviously, you're going to need me to read this to you. So we're going to be doing that every now and then. So uh, that being said, this is this week on Stadia currently from our friends over at Google in terms of what we are expecting this week. Uh, we knew Hitman 3 was coming. We're going to be talking a little bit more about Hitman 3 a little bit later, uh, a couple more times actually. But uh, Hitman 3 is the big title for January for all gaming platforms. The reviews have launched today. A lot of people are excited about it. A lot of people are saying good things about it, which is cool to hear um, from IO Interactive. It's introducing a Stadia feature called State Share, which had a beta version used on Krata, but that was kind of more like what we can already do with creating a link and sharing it with people. This is going to be specifically the feature that, um, with it in mind, the way that it was intended to be used. So with State Share, if you're unfamiliar with what that is, it is the ability to share a specific save state in a game and share it with your friends. And I know I'm kind of being obvious when I say state and share with that, but what that means is there's a particular mission I am working on. I can share that specific spot I'm in with a friend and then go from there and go nuts. The cool part about this is retroactively going to Hitman one and two as well. So good stuff there for Hitman series. It's one of the more popular franchises on the platform. Hitman 3 is already getting some great reviews and coming off of Cyberpunk and how people have feeling about that game. This might be the big game people are looking towards in terms of something new and exciting to play. Uh, like I said, that will be available tomorrow. I, I don't know about the exact time. If someone in the chat here may know the exact time it's going to launch, uh, definitely let us know. Otherwise, I'm expecting this to show up at about 11 a.m. Central Time in the Stadia store specifically. Um, but yeah, that's exciting news there. Piku Nuku, I'm saying that wrong, but this is a game that was rated by the ESRB and everywhere else a while ago, and this is finally getting a release date on Stadia, and it's coming on for Thursday. It's coming on Thursday, and you can pick it up for $10.39 US on a discount price, or you can pick it up at €10.39, Euros. so pretty decent sale there for Piku Nuku. I have not played this game. I will... Maybe consider it. Uh, I do have some Google Play credit that I could throw at something, but I might use that for something like Hitman instead. So, uh, Piku Niku is what I believe the chat is trying to tell me it's pronounced. So, <laughs> good old friend Eddie tell us that. Uh, free games this weekend. We are going to touch on this later, but we'll touch on it now. Uh, Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Breakpoint will be free to play. I'm going to talk about this specifically again later, but um, WWE 2K Battlegrounds is also going to be on sale. Which, or excuse me, not on, probably will be on sale, but it's going to be on a free-to-play weekend. I have played WWE 2K Battlegrounds. I own it on Steam. I'm a huge wrestling fan. I hate this game. Just going to say that just right out the gate. Uh, I'm more of a simulated sports title uh, gamer, so the arcade game that 2K Battlegrounds brings is just definitely not my cup of tea. But maybe I can, uh, you know, change my mind a little bit playing on Stadia, and we'll kind of go from there. It's going to be free to play this weekend with Ghost Recon Breakpoint starting on Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time. That's 9 a.m. Central Time and 10 a.m. Eastern Time. And that will be available until January 25th. So, also there with the Stadia blog. And you couldn't see any of that if you are watching the chat. But now I'll scroll down so you can. 
the uh, Stadia apps are going to be on LG TVs, which is a cool thing to hear about because this is another way to break that barrier in terms of not having people have to get a Chromecast Ultra, for instance, to play on their TV, which is a big deal, and it's a big barrier knockdown, if you will. So having that available on LG TVs is big. We'll probably see this be kind of a typical thing we'll see over the course of the year. We'll probably see it on Samsung TVs eventually and all kinds of other TVs that support uh, Google apps and whatnot like that. So it's good to see. That's not news if you've been following news every day for Stadia, but it is in the Stadia blog. So I thought we'd cover that, and you might not have heard about that news. And of course, there are some Stadia sales that we'll go over. Not very many in the uh, store at the moment. And uh, those games are Enter the Gungeon, which was at $14.99. You can pick that up for $11.99. Red Dead Redemption 2 was at $59.99 for the standard edition. But now that can be picked up for just $40.19. Alternatively, you can pick up the Ultimate Edition, which is at $59.99, down from the $100 price mark. Reigns sees a 60 cent discount from $299 down to $239. Valkyria Chronicles 4, one of the big announcements from the Good Stuff event that happened a couple weeks ago, is $15 off down to $34.99. This is in line with the Switch version at least. Uh, that was down from the $49.99 asking price. And lastly, if you missed out on West of Loathing, whilst it was a pro title, you can get that at $769 down from $10.99. And since we are doing this live, I do want to take a quick break here to uh, say thank you to Eddie Player One, who definitely uh, is a great friend of the channel, of course. He does the TSI podcast with me when we do have time to do that. Um, more on that later. But uh, he dropped a $10 Super Chat Canadian, so I want to thank you for that. And um, thank you for your support, man. That's awesome. He's also a member of this channel. So uh, it's always great to see that kind of support around this community, and it's very, very common. So if you're new to Stadia or just new to cloud gaming in general and you're listening to me for the first time for some reason, this is a very welcoming community and it's very supportive as well. Um, but I think it's time to move on to one of the big topics of the last couple days, and that is something called Project Hailstorm. Now, Project Hailstorm, no one really knows what it's all about. Let's be real. So... It is something that has been referred to for the Stadia app specifically. So if this is the first time you hear about Project Hailstorm, I'm going to enlighten you here in a moment. But um, many of my colleagues in this world have touched on the possibility of what Project Hailstorm actually is. So if this is the first time you've heard the term, Google Stadia is an application within the Google Play Store. So it receives updates uh, and you can install the app, obviously. But uh, with that, people are able to kind of go into the code. So if you're technically proficient, you can look under the application files known as APKs and discover codes within the uh, new updates. And among the wave of codes from the latest Stadia update hinted at something called Project Hailstorm. Now, within the APK files, it was referred to by the following phrases. A hailstorm is coming soon and introducing Project Hailstorm from Stadia. Now, since we are live, I do want to gauge the live chat's reaction into what their theories are. So, if you are listening to us live, what do you think Project Hailstorm is going to be? Is it going to be anything? So, I guess I will give you my quick take, which is probably not new or that exciting but i think we should definitely keep our ideas very limited in terms of scope i don't want to get too excited about these things i usually overhype myself personally but uh specifically for project hailstorm the best theory i've seen because i didn't come up with this on my own i'm gonna be straight up honest with you guys is uh i think it has to do something with the google tv app so we know that 
Google has a brand new Chromecast out there called the uh, Google TV with Chromecast. It's their uh, next gen Chromecast Ultra, if you will. So cool to see that. Um, it's a great device. It gives you a remote. It's much more in line with devices and it's uh, with the, its competitors, at least. So like a Roku and Amazon Fire Stick, it's very similar to those. Just with the Google ecosystem. We know that Stadia is going to have an app on there eventually, officially. You can sideload it right now. It's not perfect, but it works. Uh, that being said, the best theory I think this has to do is Project Hailstorm is attached to the Google TV app. Uh, because there is an article that is discussing how Netflix has a project called Hailstorm. And this is how they brought the Netflix app over to Android TV. Now... I'm an idiot, to put it lightly, so I look at stuff like this article if you were watching live, and I'm like, I have no idea what most of this means. Essentially, it kind of boils down to how you can kind of port these kinds of uh, Netflix apps over to Android TVs, and I think that has probably the easiest conversion in terms of what the project hailstorm actually is for google the only thing i don't understand if this is possibly it and the only reason why i don't think this is it is that it'd be odd for two different companies to have the same project name for the exact same thing uh but i don't know i do want to know what people think it is a potential big item that could happen it could also just be something little it might be just a little wink and nod to those that are filing abks but they would have to know that people are going to be looking at this specific thing and be like okay what is this what is this i i don't know what it's going to be uh it's going to be this it's going to be this it's going to be this i mean you don't want to overhype yourself because there are some theories out there that are kind of already doing that uh the most popular theories outside of the whole netflix possibility uh comparison is well might be generation two it might be a search bar it might be vr uh so let me address those specifically a search bar i don't think would have this kind of hype behind it or at least this kind of a denotation inside of an application at least not as this that's kind of weird um i wouldn't say that i think that'll just randomly appear the other two i think are wishful thinking although it might be it might be uh virtual reality would be big google's already kind of dipped their toes in that with daydream it's not really supported anymore so i don't know how serious google would be in terms of trying to get into vr granted they wouldn't really have to do much they would just have to provide the equipment i guess and that's about it and then the game developers would do it on their side generation two has been a hot topic for what almost seems like a year at this point generation two is what is the the believed enhancements to the stadia platform including stuff like ray tracing and stuff like that. Uh, 120 frames per second gaming. Now, I don't know how Generation 2 would be hyped up by Stadia. I, it almost seems like they wouldn't even reference it as like a Gen 2 or like next generation Stadia or anything like that. They might just talk about a game that's supporting a new feature like ray tracing. I just don't know how they would go about it. And I don't think calling it something like Project Hailstorm wouldn't even make sense. Um especially within the confines of an application. Granted, I'm an idiot, so I don't know. Maybe, what do you guys think? What do you think Generation, or not Generation 2, what do you think Project Hailstorm might actually entail? It's going to be it's going to be interesting, I think. But uh, let's move on to some quick hits here for uh, the news around the world. Resident Evil is having a showcase stream this Thursday at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time. Not entirely news news, but... Um, it's definitely worth keeping in mind because, well, 
Resident Evil might be Stadia bound, but before we get to that, uh, this live stream will feature a brand new, never before seen trailer for the upcoming eighth installment of the main franchise, Resident Evil Village. It also include additional announcements for the Resident Evil franchise. This is relevant for this particular show, as after the Capcom data breach a little while back, it was revealed that some Resident Evil games may be coming to Stadia. So, this breach did reveal that Resident Evil 7 and Resident Evil Village were coming to Stadia, and that the reported cost was about $10 million per game that Google would pay Capcom to bring these titles over to the platform. Also, there are rumors of a Resident Evil 4 remake being in the works, and with this being the 25th anniversary of Resident Evil, who knows what surprises we could see for this franchise. So, I'm very interested in seeing what Resident Evil games may show up on Stadia, if any at all. Um, it's led to believe that this leak was legit. Everything in it was correct. Um, Capcom's kind of already come out and talked about how this was not good for them and that there might be even more breaches um, in terms of personal data that's out there. Um, not good to hear about these kinds of things happening, but it does give us a little insight to how things like this work. Uh, I'd rather have learned about it a different way, personally. Uh, those people that do those kinds of things are terrible, obviously. Um, but it, regardless, it's news to be discussed. So Resident Evil 7, Resident Evil 8, if we're going to be seeing those on Stadia, this sounds like the time we'd hear about it. Uh, with this news happening on Thursday, this will be at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time, as I already mentioned. We shouldn't be uh, too long out from what we might know about this, uh, this franchise possibly coming over to Stadia. Of course, having the switch involved in terms of cloud game we might see some switch based stuff as well so i believe resident evil is already tested in a cloud environment across the uh in, in the, the the far east with this already so we might see resident evil show up especially because resident evil is one of those big titles especially uh, resident evil and nintendo just kind of go together very well Hitman 3 is set to release tomorrow. I said we're going to talk about this again. Uh, specifically, we're going to talk about state share in a moment too. But uh, Resident Evil, or excuse me, Hitman 3 is set to release pretty much for everything in the next couple days here. Uh, and by the next couple days, I mean tomorrow. So January 20th, you'll see Hitman 3 show up on pretty much every platform, including the Xbox One, the Xbox Series S and X, the PlayStation 4, the PlayStation 5, and PC via the Epic Game Store. And that'll be an exclusive on PC for the first year in terms of what a launcher you have to use for it. It being a part of the Epic Game Store has led many to believe that it will be a part of NVIDIA GeForce Now. But as far as it being officially confirmed cloud gaming locations you can play this on, it'll be on Google Stadia. And this was announced at the July 2020 Connect. But surprisingly, a few months later, Nintendo Switch revealed that they will also have Hitman 3 via cloud gaming. And that's when Control just launched day one that day. So uh, Switch currently only runs one game via the cloud. And that is the one we just mentioned, Control. Um, if it's at the quality of Control, I'm very excited for this. Uh, because Control, I think, was very well done. It plays very good from what I have played of so far. Um, and I think... This might be the first step in Switch being a surprise contender for cloud gaming supremacy in 2021. If Switch had the first two Hitman games, which is quite possible in the future using the world of assassination application like Stadia does, I would consider picking up on there just because I prefer the Pro Controller over the Stadia Controller. And the Switch's form factor when playing in a handheld mode, I think, is the ultimate way to play in a handheld environment. Um, that even beats the Kishi and the Backbone, which I have reviewed. And we just reviewed the Backbone, so if you haven't watched that, that's a quick plug on the YouTube channel as well. Uh, great way to play games in handheld mode on your phone. But the Switch's form factor, I think, is the ultimate way to play anything in handheld mode. So... 
if Hitman 1 and 2 get introduced on Stadia, or excuse me, on Switch very soon, I will probably hold off until that happens. Uh, but other than that, I'll probably wait for a sale price on Stadia to pick up Hitman 3 so I can continue on from Hitman 1 and 2. But speaking of the Stadia version, we already mentioned that State Share is being officially launched with Hitman 3, and uh, which this will allow players to capture save states and let the friends pick up and play at a specific point and time in those save states. I'm very excited to see how this feature plays out in Hitman for those that utilize it. I'm even more excited to see what future games take advantage of this feature. But uh, like I said several times, we'll get to that in just a moment, okay? Uh, more quick hits. GFN games were officially added last week. NVIDIA was able to add quite a few titles to GeForce Now. These titles were Scott Pilgrim vs. The World, the complete edition that was just remastered and relaunched on all platforms last week. Among Us, I don't know if you really need a cloud gaming service to play Among Us, but you can play it on there if you need to. Assassin's Creed Rogue, Car Mechanics Simulator 2015. There's a deep dive right there. <laughs> Dicey Dungeons, Heroes of the Three Kingdoms 8, Jurassic World Evolution, Medieval Dynasty, Metro 2033 Redux, Night in the Woods, Planet Base, Tropico 5, and Warframe. Warframe is a pretty fun game too. Uh, but if you're unfamiliar, GeForce Now is pretty much the ability to play a large portion of your PC games in a cloud environment. So Steam, Uplay, Epic Game Store, uh, several titles you can play on a cloud gaming service through PC and even on your mobile de uh, devices as well, including Chromebooks. Uh, it's called GeForce Now. And those are the newest games they've added to the library. So if you own those games on platforms on PC, you should be able to play it with GeForce Now. Uh, new Stadia updates have been deployed for several games, including Outcasters and Cyberpunk 2077. These are just a couple of the games that will be showing up. But uh, for Outcasters, you can pick up two brand new character packs. These are the Sea Squad and Feral Friends packs. This came attached to an update of Outcasters. And uh, uh, shout out to Eddie Player One, who hosted a huge tournament on his channel of Outcasters, a last caster standing tournament. Uh, Big, big turnout for him. So congratulations on that. And then congratulations to uh, Big Eddie Bear for winning the whole tournament. So check it out if you haven't already to uh, watch that replay. Uh, for Cyberpunk 2077, version 1.06 has finally launched on Stadium. This lines it up with the rest of the consoles, but does include Stadia-specific fixes. So it's good to see that show up on the platform. Additionally, last week's biggest Stadia Pro game, F1 2020, will receive a new patch. And today, Zombie Army 4 has released the final mission for its second season, which can be purchased individually or included free as part of their season pass. And I got all this information in terms of the updates from StadiaSource.com. It's a very, um, very well done website in terms of getting your Stadia news right out the gate. They pretty much are instant with everything that happens and uh, yeah, instant reactions to a lot of stuff. So definitely check them out. And then lastly, Ghost Recon Breakpoint, we kind of already touched on this, will have a free weekend across all platforms, including Stadia, starting on Thursday, and this will include WWE 2K Battlegrounds. You'll need to be a pro member to access the free weekend for Ghost Recon Breakpoint. I don't know about 2K Battlegrounds, and typically, I don't remember them ever having to require pro membership, uh, but I believe this was a part of the Ubisoft press release. So, uh, But there will be a significant discount on the platform for Ghost Recon, so you'll see a couple more sales show up on Thursday, most likely. Alternatively, you can subscribe to Ubisoft Plus if you are in the United States and have Ghost Recon Breakpoint included for free at no additional cost. So a cool little addition there. But uh, let's talk about State Share because this is the big big story of the week if you will and just before we went live um 95 google posted their review on it and i think we're going to share a little bit of what they have to say and kind of just talk about it real quick uh, again 
it's an exciting feature coming to the platform. It's one of the big features people were anticipating, and it's good to see it finally show up in full. So this is what 9to5Google has to say about the state share uh, launch on Google Stata through Hitman 3. They said after a pretty minor rollout that turned out to be a beta test for state share with Krata, the game-changing platform feature has arrived in full with Hitman 3. And they've spent the last few days actually testing this out. So um, it's good to see this is getting some proper uh, advertising through big publications like 9to5Google to kind of show off what this actually can do. Uh, they said, effectively at the moment, the ability to challenge your friends in certain types of games or specific scenarios relies heavily on creating a level playing field. They say that state share on state allows you to effectively save a point in a game within a snapshot of said game. So you're essentially capturing a moment in a game and you're letting people just pick up right there. So you capture the button or you press the capture button and you can share your game state with someone and they can kind of go from there. Now, they talk about an example of this. So they say they reach a certain point of a level or challenge and want to see how their friends get it. Uh, he can just take a screenshot or a capture, a clip, send the link, and there you go. If they want to play from the same point in time with all progress intact, they can. Well, not quite just yet. They say the tech is there, but it's up to the developer as to how to enable or implement the feature. Say so if you are a solitary gamer, this probably isn't a big deal. So for me personally, I don't play a lot of multiplayer stuff. I don't really do that. I'm more of a solo player. Uh, so this probably, for me, not that big of a deal, but this is going to be able to kind of open up the community in terms of aspects of being able to kind of compete in a way, if you will. Uh, so it can say, this is what they go on to say. It opens up challenges for the wider gaming community, especially streamers, for instance. A Let's Play turns into a game that you can actually play along with all the same progress. For speedrunners especially, this creates a level playing field without the need for modified save files or having to start a game from the same point every single time. Depending on how Stadia as a gaming platform develops with regard to player base and game library, this could be one of the most underrated additions to any service out there. Not only that, but if you're not a fan of using the sometimes slow saving systems in games or hate autosave messing up a perfect run, you can add some trial and error to your gameplay simply by taking a screenshot, which is kind of a cool idea if you think about it. So you can just, instead of having to constantly save, just capture it, boom, you're there, good to go. You don't have to do anything further than that. So, I mean, that might have some solo use as well. Uh, they said that during the initial testing uh, feature um, that it worked as intended. The developers of implemented the state share feature in a way that will generate a game state at a certain level starting point with Hitman 3 rather than launch at the point a screenshot clip happened to be shared from or within. However, much of this testing did coincide with IO effectively taking the game offline to prepare the feature for a wider rollout. So like I said, this will be available with Hitman 1 and 2. Um, pretty much Hitman is one whole game. The whole series is pretty much one whole game on Stadia because you just launch it through the world of Assassination app, which is really cool to see. So anytime you take a screenshot in the game, 9to5 goes on to say the exact starting scenario is saved within the capture, meaning that the further you progress within the game and unlock pre-level extras, new conditions and wider in-game progression are held within an image or clip that you can share with whomever you want. So uh, as you can see, if you're watching the, the show live or if you're watching, uh, if you're going back to watch it, you can kind of see on the screen how this will look. Uh, you get sharing options here so you can include your game state or not include it. So when you share the link to um, your capture, you have that ability to do so. 
They said that their only concern is that taking a screenshot or in-game clip will automatically utilize state shape features and you need to use Stadia in a desktop browser to toggle the option to allow another player to activate the play option when sharing. This does slow things down a little and we hope that this won't be the case forever. You can use your mobile browser in desktop mode to toggle the option and while it's a bit hacky, it does work. So this is kind of the unfortunate thing with Stadia rolling out features. It's not rolled out to everything all at once. So uh, the Google Assistant feature is still not available on your phones as far as I'm aware, which I guess is kind of redundant in a way if you have Siri or if you have uh, if you have anything with the, uh, if you have Google Assistant, if you have Bixby, whatever the case may be. Um, but still, uh, Stadia does tend to roll out features in a different way on different platforms, which can be annoying. And this is what they're kind of touching on here. Uh, they said the link should take you directly to the start of the opening level at a completely different starting point with a disguise applied. A number of key in-game items already in your inventory. Uh, they shared a link when they were talking about this. You can't unlock this option unless you complete this opening level while also finishing selected in-game challenges. But with StateShare, you can dive in right now. Provided you have the game, which is an important thing to note, you have to own the game that you're trying to play the state share on, which makes sense, I guess, so people can't just jump into a game for free uh, pretty much at their beck and call. So uh, it's it's a good way to kind of uh, push sales as well. So like if you're watching someone stream Hitman, for instance, you're like, oh, I, I think I can do better than that. And you feel like, well, I don't have the game. Okay, maybe I'll pick it up so I can do this. And they can join their favorite streamer and do so right then and there. So really cool features. A lot of the features that Stadia has in mind is specifically geared towards making streamers happier, I guess, uh, is the best way to put it. It gives them more features to include their community, which is really cool. Uh, but 9to5Google goes on to say, given the challenge elements of the Hitman series, this might prove to be a big draw for the competitive player, effectively creating unique start points for you to share and challenge your friends to complete. Or for those maybe not quite as good as their friends, getting an easier starting position. While face value, this might be disappointing to hear that this isn't a complete state ready to be played. It's early tentative steps within a game that will hopefully encourage more community play with options that won't be available in other platform versions of the game. Very important to note, this is a Stadia exclusive feature. So it's these kinds of things that are going to push people towards getting the Stadia version versus, say, the PlayStation version or even the Switch version. Uh, so, But again, if you're not a streamer, if you don't care about this feature in particular, it's not going to push you towards the Stadia version. So... Also something to keep in mind. Uh, and then they are going on to say at the end here that at the moment, State Share feels much like Stadia itself on the cusp of something special, but just ever so slightly undercooked. So uh, it's a new feature. I mean, you got to give it time. And of course, it's going to be on the developer side as well. So uh, Stadia not, I guess, allowing it to be implemented through all their platforms might be kind of a disappointing thing. Uh, but this is good to see that more features are starting to be added. We know 2021 is going to feature a lot more things. Uh, Project Hailstorm, as we already kind of touched on, that we could see some really cool stuff happen this year specifically for the Stadia platform. Uh, in terms of brand new stuff to talk about, that is all I had to talk about today specifically. Um, this was kind of like a preview episode for uh, this new podcast we're doing called Cloud9. Uh, that's all the latest greatest in the world of cloud game that we're going to touch on so if you're with us in the chat stay with us in the chat but again if you're listening to us on audio platforms i want to thank you for your support again you can listen to this live or not live but when we are live you can listen to it live at youtube.com forward slash brian evolved one you can watch this at that exact link as well 
If you want to follow me on Twitter, you can do so at Brian Evolved. That's Brian with a Y. And then uh, that is all we have for plugs. So again, I want to thank you for joining us for episode one, and we will catch you down the road. Thank you, and have a good one.